Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast in my head. I'm your host, Jonah D. And before we dive into today's topics, I just have one tiny little question to ask you. Have you done your daily dose of breathing? Because if you have not, I am here to do it with you. And like cattle to graze. I am here to deliver you to the fields of enlightenment through breathing. So, without further ado, we're going to breathe in. And we're going to breathe out. And for all the stoners out there, we're going to puff in. And we're going to puff in again. And then we're going to breathe out. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, man, guys, how's it going? Oh, I got to tell you, this week's been a rough one. I, uh, I'm i probably going to be getting fired from my job, hilarious enough. And uh, I'm surprised, really, that it's even taken me this long. But in all fairness, in all fairness, this one really isn't my fault. So I know, I know. Y'all are thinking... Jonah, is this going to be another episode where you bitch and moan about your job? No, no, it's not. Actually, I'm just going to touch on this real quick, all right? I promise. I promise, okay? Would I lie to you? I mean, I would. Yeah, I mean, actually, yeah. I probably have lied to y'all a couple times. Maybe. I don't know. So, my job on Friday passes out this paper. Now, mind you, for people who don't live in uh, America, especially on the eastern coast of America, we got a snowstorm on Sunday that even as of right now, it's uh, 10 o'clock on Tuesday morning, it's still snowing. We got like, I don't know what, eight, me, six to eight inches of snow, something like that. It's a lot of snow, okay? I didn't learn to measure by looking at it, all right? It's a bullying me. I'm sensitive, Okay. So, on Friday, they pass out this paper. Now, let me tell you just a little bit about the history of my job. The way that it at least used to work was if there was a lot of snow, we weren't able to get to work, you know, the roads really weren't safe, we could call off for that day and it would count for one-third of an occurrence instead of an entire occurrence that you would get if you were to just call off any random day, right? So... The, the paper says, and I don't have it right in front of me to make quotes on it, but it essentially says that they are no longer going to be doing that. That now, if it snows, unless there is like a state of emergency, you know, and the whole county is shut down, those snow days no longer count as one third of an occurrence. They will now count for an entirety. For I'm sorry, for one whole occurrence. Now, that wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't for the fact that, and I'm pretty sure that I mentioned this in the last episode, that my job has the dumbest fucking attendance policy of any place I have ever worked. If we are any later than one minute clocking in to start our shift or punching back in from one of our breaks, we get a half of an occurrence just for that. So... 
Like, I've got like six and a half occurrences as of right now, and I believe it's either six or seven that it takes for you to get fired. But if you were to look at my, you know, timesheet, you would see, oh, he clocked in two minutes late coming in one day. Oh, there was like a lot of people when he was going to punch in. So he punched in two minutes late from that. Two fucking minutes. My job really counts. Two fucking minutes, I swear. So they do that maybe like a week before they pass out this paper. And now they've passed out this paper. So a lot of people live in the surrounding states. I live in Maryland, but there's a lot of people who work at my job who live in Pennsylvania, who live in West Virginia. Hell, I'm pretty sure that there's a couple people that live in Frederick, though why you would drive from Frederick to this shit job is way beyond me. So now all these people are flipping out going, wow, they're really going to do this to us two days before this snowstorm comes out? Like, really, how much can they fuck us over? And the answer is, believe me, guys, we've only taken the tip in, like, half of the shaft, okay? We still got another, like, four or five inches to go, okay? Or maybe it's uh, Jack Napier's dick, so we got another, like, 13 inches to go. Jesus Christ. Talk about an elephant amongst men. It's crazy. But that's not what we're talking about, okay? So, it might be seven occurrences until I'm fired. It could be six. If it's six, then I'm screwed. If it's seven, you know, I'm probably still screwed either way. So, you know, that is what it is. But, hey, on the upside, I will have more time to make an ass of myself for you guys' entertainment. So, it's a lose-win, right? So, like I said, just a quick little uh, update on how it's going at my shit job. So if anybody is hiring, feel free to hit me up. I'm really good at not much. I can't pass a drug test, and but I am likely to show up, okay, on time. I'm actually really, really good at being on time. Come on, two fucking minutes. Seriously, guys, two fucking minutes. What's you guys' attendance policy at uh, you guys' place. Let me know on the podcast in my head's page on Facebook. Just type it in. It'll lead you right there. Come on, let's get some more activity on that, people. I want to talk to more people. But I have gotten a couple of responses from some people, which is really cool, but I want to wait till I have a little bit more, and then that might be something, like a little segment that I do towards the end where I, uh, you know, respond to what you guys tell me and such. Good feedback so far. So I really appreciate that, guys. So... What are we going to talk about today? Well, seeing as I have been cooped up in my house. Oh, I'm sorry. In case I didn't mention it, I called off. Today's Tuesday, like I said. I called off today and I called off yesterday to put me at the, like, six and a half that I should have. Whatever. So, since I've been stuck in the house for the last four days, uh, there really hasn't been much to do. I've been here with my girlfriend. That was pretty cool for the first, like, two days of it. And, uh, you know, it's not that I don't enjoy being around her. I love being around her, but I also enjoy time by myself. So, like, today, thank God, she was able to get to work. Somebody from her job picked her up because her car was pretty much stuck in the snow, too. So, I finally got some time to myself, and instead of enjoying that, I decided to, you know, come on here and make an ass of myself for you people's entertainment. Are you not entertained yet? I hope so. So besides sitting here and listening to my neighbors fuck, uh, there really hasn't been much to do besides 
have sex. Now, so uh, now that I actually do have some time to myself, I've been browsing the hub a little bit, and I saw a funny title on one of the videos, and it kind of got me thinking of, you know, I've seen a lot of really funny titles in porn, but I've also seen a lot of really funny, like, uh, plot lines, too. Well, not plot lines, but, you know, plots to them. They're super hilarious. I usually skip them because they're so terrible that it actually, like, kills the mood for me. But I thought that we would talk about just a couple of them on the podcast today, since I figured we could take a little bit of a lighthearted, a uh, little bit of a lighthearted episode. That way I'm not spending every episode screaming into the microphone. So there's this one. And if you go uh, to the hub, which if it's even on there anymore, I'm not sure, because they changed their like content or whatever. I know that they were having a lot of issues with underage people being in there, being in videos on the hub. And I think there was like people who just straight up were having their stuff stolen and posted. There was a lot of issues with it. So they took away all the videos that were not verified. So the only ones really left are like the professionals and then the professional amateurs. So, you know, Hey, it might not be there anymore, but I'm sure if you dig around, you'll find it. But uh, if you just type in nigga lamp, it'll come right up. So literally what happens in this one is it's this black guy and it's this white girl and they're like sitting on their couch. Okay. And they're, you know, fooling around a little bit, you know, kissing and, you know, neck touching and all that stuff. And he's like, Hey, like, are you sure that this is okay for us to be doing here? And she's like, Oh yeah, it's fine. Uh, my stepmom is at home. So, you know, we're all good to go. And then they hear the front door going and she's like, Oh shit. It's my stepmom. You have to hide. And he's like, uh, 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 what, what? So the stepmom walks in and she's like, I don't know what the girl's name is. We're going to call her Darlene. She's like, she's like, Darlene, what are you doing here? And she's like, nothing, mom. I'm not doing anything. I'm just hanging around. And she's like, are you sure? Because I could have swore that I heard another person in here. And she's like, no, mom, there's nobody in here. And then the camera like pans over to the right some. My memory is horrible. Okay, so this is probably not even how it's going. Okay, I'm just making, really just making this up as I go along. So it like pans over and you see the dude. He's standing over like by the curtains, half behind him with a fucking lampshade on his head. (laughs) And I'm sure, now at this point, I stopped watching. I could not watch anymore after this. It was just cracking me up too hard. So I'm pretty sure that the stepmom like is like, whoa, what's that over there? Huh, I don't remember us having a lamp like this. I'm just assuming that that's how that goes. Maybe if one of you has actually seen this and know what I'm talking about, you actually fill me in on how that goes. And then I'm sure that, you know, he ends up banging the both of them because every stepmom in porn is always one of those, you know, lipo, lipo-injected plastic Barbie dolls. Jeez. With like orangutans. Ugh. <laughs> and it's just called nigga lamp <laughs> that's really what it's called then there was another one so like i'm scrolling i'm scrolling and i don't know which which one this was on let's just assume that they're all in the hub and it's just called it just says dude is she legal and i'm like whoa 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 and then i look at this person and i go you know i'm fairly certain that this person is you ever seen those people, you know, and men and women both do it. 
you ever seen those people that are like 34, you know, 35-ish, but they still wear the clothes that 13-year-old children would wear? And I guess they think like that they're the same person, you know, that they're still just as hip, even though they come across like that dad in uh in the ill sketch. Well, hey, 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 kids, what's going on down here? <laughs> that's really what they come off as. They're not fooling anybody. But um, yeah, that's what this woman looked like. And I'm like, either they put makeup on her to make it look like she's 30 trying to be 14, or this woman actually is like 35. Okay. But it just, it was just the first words. Dude, is she legal? <laughs> Which maybe I should see if that video is still on there because if it is, then that means that they verified it and she is legal. But then if not, then I accidentally watched some child porn. So, ugh. all right. Now I'm going to get put on a list. To the FBI agent listening in on this, uh, I don't really have an explanation. Just know that I'm not a sicko, okay? <laughs> well, not that kind of sicko, all right? And then <laughs> there was this other one that I thought was really funny. So this is one of those ones that, like, you watch at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning when you were, like, 13, and you don't even know what the title is because, let's face it, every porn title really is the same, like, 13 words in some different combination. So it's this guy... I'm sorry, it's these two guys, and they're Hispanic. They're somewhere in South America, and there's these two guys, and they're with these two chicks, all right? So that's really cool, whatever, really good stuff. Had to say, I thoroughly enjoyed the content. And uh, toward, so it's like towards the end, and it's showing, like, you know, what comes after the camera stopped rolling. I don't know if they, well, they did know. So the two ladies are, like, cleaning up after the two dudes are done, and all of a sudden, you just see this, uh, I don't even know what the proper term for them is. It used to be transvestite. I'm not sure what they're called now. Please, somebody who knows what they are called, correct me. But that's what I'm going to call them for the purpose of this story. Uh, uh, a, a person that looked like they had a female body, but also had a big swinging dick, Okay just runs past the camera, right? Like, oh my God, just runs past. And then this dude is like kind of playfully chasing behind them. And this dude just stops, gets about three inches away from the camera and goes, hey man, you got to be careful in Brazil. There a lot of she-male here. And he just runs out of camera view. <laughs> and that happened at the very end. So if it happened towards the beginning, I wouldn't have been able to finish that one. But up until the, that last like 13 seconds, it was fucking hilarious. Killed me. If any of you guys have seen any really funny uh, either porn titles or just hilarious plot lines, and I'm not talking about the, you know, general stuff, okay? Don't tell me anything about step-siblings. That's weird, okay? I don't want to hear, oh, my gosh, our stepdad, or, 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 I'm sorry, uh, your mom and my dad just left us here, and I'm so bored, and, oh, wow, your dick is out. Let me suck it. No, I'm not talking about that, okay? Something actually funny, okay? The more original, the better. <laughs> so to close out this last little bit of it, 
I want to tell you guys about uh, my own uh, my own experience. So, uh, well, not my own experience. <laughs> no, believe me, I wasn't fortunate enough to have experiences like that. But I want to tell you guys a story from my childhood. So, when I was in high school, there was this uh, girl uh, that went to school with me, and everybody called this girl Simba, and I was always curious as to why they called her that. I didn't really know her like that, but I knew that her name was not Simba, right? So I asked my boy, Charlie, I'm like, yo, man, what is up with this? Like, why are they calling her this? And he goes, oh, you don't know? And I'm like, no, I'm a loser. I play Yu-Gi-Oh! at the lunch table. Of course I don't fucking know. (laughs) Right? So he starts to tell me about how this girl was blowing this guy. And (laughs) when he went to finish, he just went straight across her forehead. Like that monkey, like that baboon did to Simba. So that's why they called her Simba. <laughs> it was absolutely terrible, but, you know, we were high school kids. So what do you guys expect? <laughs> All right. So I know that I was really ripping on my job earlier and I made it sound like I really hate it. And I just want to let you guys know. Okay, that's not the case. I actually really fucking hate my job, okay? Everything about it. However, this job, as well, you know, as some of the other ones I've had, have actually given me some of the best and most hilarious experiences I have ever had. Like, I remember, so my, I didn't get my first job until I started college. Because I grew up in one of those households where my parents thought, look, you need to be in school, focus on studying, you don't need to be working right now. Plus, they they really didn't want me working at McDonald's because they come from that generation where, you know, only losers work at McDonald's, okay? Which, thankfully, that stigma is starting to change. I don't think that's right. Everybody needs a job. Money is money, no matter how you get it. You know, besides if unless you're a banker or you run the oil companies, in which case, fuck you guys, fuck all the money that you have, and you need to just distribute that shit back to the people, but that's a topic for another podcast. So my first job was actually at my college bookstore, and the guy who managed it was this like seven-foot-tall, angry German guy, and my job was simple. You take the books and you put them on the shelf. It was, it was very, very, very simple work. But what sucked about it was that this dude, for like the first month that we were there, we saw no money. And he just kept coming up with bullshit excuses about like what was taking so long. Oh, it takes a while for the paperwork to go to, through the system. It will be to, to you at the start of the next work week. And then... I know it's a terrible accent. I'm going to offend somebody, and I'm not really sorry for it. But uh, <laughs> uh, I remember, so the there was the cafeteria, and then the bookstore was right off of the cafeteria. Right off of the cafeteria. Okay, so then if you keep going past the bookstore, there's the door to get into the building where the cafeteria is. All right, it was on the bottom level of one of the one of the structures. Okay. So then if you keep going around that same corridor, you then get to where like the trucks come in. But right when, you know, you go through the double doors to get to that and immediately to the left, when you go through those double doors is an office. It, it, and then if you were to just ignore the office and keep going straight, that's where the trucks come in. 
So whenever people would order their books in advance and have them picked up, that's where they had to get them from, to get them from that office. I don't think it was a great way to do it, but that was the way that they wanted to do it. So I remember I'm putting books on the shelf one day, and I just hear this woman go, uh, excuse me, I ordered some books. I just don't know where to pick them up from. And I look, and oh my goodness, this woman was so gorgeous, people. It was just insane how beautiful she was. Immediately got my 18-year-old hormones just going, okay? million miles an hour, you know, 5 million RPM. So I'm like, oh, yeah, that's fine. I'll take you to where we get the, to where we, you know, where you get the books from. So as I'm walking, it's just going through my mind of like, man, she is like, why do women like this even exist amongst us mortals? Like, shouldn't they just be up in heaven with the rest of the angels, if you believe in that? And uh, being the completely socially inept person that I am. And also the fact that this was my first job and I really had no idea about the okays and not okays of working. And again, I'm prefacing this with saying that I'm about as socially awkward as they come. Okay. (laughs) I said (laughs) in a passing comment to the woman of just, you're so very beautiful. Okay. Should have done it. I was at work. It was, I'm looking back on it. It was a terrible thing for me to do. But I'm telling this woman this as I'm walking towards these double doors that lead into receiving. And anybody who's ever worked in that line knows that wherever the where the trucks come in at, it is sketchy as hell. It's creepy, okay? They put zero effort into making that place look inviting in the slightest. Okay, excuse me. I was clicking my pen. So... I say that, and we're going through the doors, and she stops like three feet away from the doors, and she's like, oh, I don't know if I want to actually go back here. And I'm like, no, 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 it's just it's just right here. And it wasn't until, you know, like she, she came and she got her books and she left, but it wasn't until maybe like 20 minutes after that whole thing happened that I thought about it from her perspective of just how fucking creepy that is to have a six-foot-six black guy leading you through these double doors that lead essentially to an empty lot <laughs> to try to get you to pick up your books. It, you know, this was kind of before it was as uh, spread knowledge-wise of how easy it is to get kidnapped in this day and age. I certainly, at that age, did not really think about it. And like I said, it wasn't as much on the news, not like it is every day, okay? That was still sort of around the time where you could let your kids outside. So, you know, know, that wasn't even funny. Oh, my God, I was just horrible. I was just four minutes of an I Survived episode. Jesus. You know what? How about we move on? How about we move on to when I worked at uh, Green Turtle? Green Turtle? Can I even say that name? Yeah, I think it did nothing to me. It was years ago. So Green Turtle was fun because that was the first time that I got to work with intoxicated people. So the very first like week that I was there, okay, I had never been a server before. I didn't know what I was doing, okay? So even just within the first week there, the shits was exciting. Let's see, the very first person that I took on my very first day, this guy was like 40, and they told me, hey... Somebody buys alcohol, no matter how old they look, you got to check their ID. 
So I tell the gentleman, sir, may I see your ID, please? And I ask his wife to. And his wife was perfectly fine with giving me her ID. In fact, I think women take it as a compliment of like, oh, you look so young. You know, you could, I got to see your ID to confirm you're even old enough. They put a little extra money in your pocket. Hey, you know, and if they're by themselves, they're not half bad looking. They might slip you a number. You never know what you might get, okay? It's like a box of chocolates. So the husband just instantly, why should I have to show you my ID? I am clearly old enough to drink. And I said, well, sir, I'm not going to assume your age just off of looking at you. Plus, for all I know, you could be two kids in a suit. (laughs) And this guy refused. This guy for like 10 minutes just refused to give me his ID. His wife is even telling him, just give the man your ID. He's like, no, I'm not doing it. Literally, my manager had to come over and ask the guy for his ID. And then he finally did it. Whatever. Then I had this family come in. And it was uh, the two parents and then a son and a daughter. And the son and daughter looked to be around the same age, like 14, 15. Now, mind you, like I said, I didn't have my first job until I was already in college. So I was, let me see, at this point, I was still 18, okay? So I'm seven them or whatever, and the girl's looking at me and, like, giggling or whatever. So I don't think anything of it. And I come back over and... The parents are like, hey, uh, so when is the next time that you're working? Because she, pointing to their daughter, uh, would really like to see you again. So I just start laughing (laughs) because I've never taken it seriously when someone has said that they're interested in me. Not that my ego is that low, but just I really can't see why the hell anybody would want to be with me. Shit, you guys can tell that I'm crazy just off of this. Can you imagine actually being around me all the time when I'm completely unfiltered? No, no way. So I'm like, (laughs) I mean, hey, thanks. I really appreciate the compliment. And I would be interested in taking you up on it if it wasn't for the fact that you looked like you're about 14. I was like, sorry, I'm 18. And then she kind of... She kind of just like, (laughs) I think, I don't even think she was actually interested. I think her parents were just, you know, trying to embarrass her or whatever. But uh, that happened. And then, oh my God, that one sucked too. Okay, fine, fine. All right, these ones are going to be funny, okay? So I'm noticing, so this is like a Friday night, okay? Friday night, Saturday night, if you know, anywhere that has a bar is going to be jumping, right? So it's... Like, towards the end of the night, a lot of people have gone home, and we're starting to clean up. And I, But there's still music playing, and I noticed that there's this woman. She's just bouncing, like kind of, you know, there's a little group of people kind of just dancing on the floor or whatever. And this woman is bouncing. She's just standing there kind of bouncing. And I look, and I notice that she has one of those chest strap things. She has her fucking infant, her baby in the bar with her, where the loud music is playing and people are drinking. And she's dancing on the dance floor with her baby bouncing in his little bouncer. I'm standing there watching horrified. This woman, she turned her hand like a little too hard and some beer spilled on her fucking baby's head, people. I'm like, Jesus Christ. That's going to be, you know, one of those, one of those boys who's going to grow up, see it as mom bringing guys, you know, in the house, in and out of the house. He's going to have no sense of, you know, respect for his mother. If he even is going to have any respect for himself, just absolutely, absolutely horrible. Brutal. So that happened. And then in the same night, this other lady 
she's kind of like, kind of, she's slightly stumbling her way over to the bathroom because at my job, they didn't really care about over-serving people as long as they didn't fuck up their property. And and they also call cabs for people. So, it, I mean, I guess it wasn't that big of a deal. I don't know all the laws. So she's kind of stumbling her way towards the bathroom and I'm walking through, pushing them off or whatever it is that I'm doing. And she sees me and she goes, Wow, you should you should be a basketball player. And me, like I said, being the completely socially inept individual that I am, just was so like thrown off by this random person talking to me like that that I didn't know what to say. I kind of freaked out. So I said the first thing that came to my mind, which was, really? And you should be a model. And she's like... Oh my God, that is the nicest thing that anybody has said to me. And then, again, to my shock, she goes, Hey, I'm having a hard time finding my way to the bathroom. You think you can help me get there, maybe? And I'm like, uh, yeah, it's uh, right over here. To, it's right down this hallway to the right. You're almost there, ma'am. And she's like, you know, I just think I might have a hard time getting there on my own. Can you help me maybe make sure I get there safe? And I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, you guys need more napkins over there? All right, go and <laughs> I just dipped on out of there. Oh, because uh, no, no. No, I've seen enough horror stories to know how that stuff goes. So no thank you, miss. <laughs> but still, a really funny job to have. Um, let's see, I had one person just say, wow, I've only made $20 during my shift so far. You know what? Screw this. I'm out. And just walk out while he had tables there. That was pretty funny. Uh, hell, even how I got fired was pretty was was kind of funny. So that also happened on a fight night. And if you've ever been a server in a restaurant, you know that you start your shift and they give everyone a section to work. So I have my section. I'm dealing with my tables. Everything is fine and whatever. And all of a sudden, they give me a party of like 15 people in a completely different section from where mine is. So I'm like, why are they? Why, why is it going to me? Why isn't it going to the person that's there? And they're like, just do it. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So I go, and it's like it's like seven adults, and no, it's like, yeah, it was like seven adults and like five kids, right? So I get there. First of all, they don't even know what they want to drink. So I'm already neglecting my other tables, taking time for this fucking party of people, right? Now, like I said, it's fight night, okay? It was one of the UFC pay-per-view events. I think it was the fight where uh, Ronda Rousey fought uh, not... Who was the one that she beat in like 30 seconds, okay? That one. So they finally decide what they want to get to drink. All right. It takes me like five minutes to even get their drinks because they don't just want soda like normal people. No, they want, I want strawberry lemonade. I want chocolate milk. Uh, I want to, you know, have a shot of Jameson or whatever. It's just all different shit. So it takes me a while to get their drinks. Meanwhile, I got other tables who are waiting for drinks. So I finally go, get everyone their drinks. I turn around to finally get to the rest of my tables, and I hear the unmistakable sound of glasses being knocked over. Sure enough, three of those kids knocked their drinks over immediately after I I gave it to them. So I got to take 10 minutes, clean that spot up, mop the floor up. Meanwhile, my tables are still waiting for their drinks. 
So we finally get that done. It's been about 15, almost 20 minutes since they've been there, and I'm just getting these people's drinks to them. So then they decide that they're going to order their food, okay? So they order appetizers, and they order their uh, their entrees all at the same time, okay? Our kitchen is already backed up, right? So I put in this order, you know, like, you know, 13, 14 entrees, like three appetizers. And it, of course, takes a while. Now, I will admit that on, on my part, the fault was, one, I was already irritated with these people. And two... I should have put those appetizers in to come out as an appetizer. I can't guarantee that it would have got to them any faster, but that's what I should have done. But it's it's not what I did. That wasn't how they told it to me. That's just what I put in, right? But I'll take that, okay? I can hear all the experienced servers going, wow, I would have just asked them if they wanted it. You know what? I'm not good at sucking dick, okay? I'm not. I'm not good at it, all right? Get off my back, you monkeys. So... I put in their order, and it takes like 45 minutes for all their food to come out, right? As you would expect for an order that large. So they finally get their food, okay? Meanwhile, all my other tables are pissed off because they've been looking for me, and I've been spending all my time dealing with these these fuckheads, you know, over at this party table. So I finally get, I I get through them, you know, I kind of go through the rest of my shift or whatever, and I notice that my manager, while this is all happening, this one manager, this guy, George, who did not like me for, for whatever reason. I don't really care. So I see him taking stuff to my tables because I guess they were asking him about it. You know, they were talking to him or whatever. And I actually saw one of my tables talking to him. And then they looked over at me and I'm like, fuck, you know, they're complaining to him because these fucking people in this party. <laughs> so everyone's getting their check. I give the party people their check, right? The one nice thing that they did for me was putting it all on one check. So the guy, so one of the guys walks up to me and goes, excuse me. And I'm like, yes, sir, how can I help you? He goes, can I get uh, this appetizer taken off? So I say, uh, well, sure thing, sir. Now, in most restaurants, if somebody complains about something, you just go straight to the manager. You don't do it yourself. Go to the manager. You deal with it. However, if they have a complaint with their check and you go to the manager, they're going to say, well, what is the problem with it? So I asked the gentleman, "Uh, sure thing. Was there something wrong with it? And he goes, well, we didn't get it until we got the rest of our food. We wanted it as an appetizer. And, you know, we were just looking for you. We never even saw you. So and right there, right then and there, uh, Jonah the D here has a thing, okay, about uh, liars. I, 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 I try not to lie. I said that I lie earlier. Uh, I stretch stuff. I don't really lie. I really try not to, okay? But I especially at that point in my life had a thing with liars. Uh, I, I had them fuck me over really badly before in the past, so I don't really tolerate them. Uh, so I right there on the spot said, well, sir, I did spend 15 minutes at your table just getting you drinks. I it's very busy. I have a lot of other tables. I'm sorry that it took me an extra minute to get to you, but you know, try to be a little understanding. Like you're not the only people that I have to take care of. Which should I have said that? No. Again, the experienced servers are going. Oh my god, I can't believe you would say that to a guest. I can't believe you would say that. Yeah, yeah, I did because the world doesn't revolve around him. Okay, the world doesn't revolve around anybody. When y'all go into a restaurant. Those people are not there to suck your dicks and wipe your asses, okay? They're there to bring you food. They're there to bring you drinks. That is what they are there for, okay? 
treat your fucking wait staff with respect, okay? Or don't go out to eat, okay? So uh, he's going on and on. So I said, all right, sure, fine. So I go and tell George, hey, George, he wants us off, yada, yada, yada. I fill him in a why, all the good stuff. So we go out to the table. He starts talking to the gentleman, and, this, and he starts going to the same thing. Well, we never saw our server at our table. He didn't do this and this and this. So he's, like, blatantly lying. So I, to George, in front of this gentleman, which, again, I'll preface, which was wrong with me, I say, George, I spent 15 minutes at their table just getting them drinks. They knocked them over, and I had to get them more drinks. It, it, then George goes, well... I know that that wasn't the only table you were slacking on because I had other tables coming to me and telling me that they were waiting for their stuff too. And I'm like, yeah, you moron, because I was spending 15 minutes at these guys' table. I didn't call them moron not in front of the guys, but I did say that's why. So then the guy said something else about like, and then he gave us our food and never checked up on us, which was complete bullshit. I checked on their table three times after they got their food and before they took their check. So I... To my mistake, first serving job, had no idea how much, you know, how much of the shaft I was supposed to put down my throat, said, and I quote, George, this guy is lying. <laughs> so at this point, George just turns to the guy and says, sir, I'm very sorry. I'll have that taken care of for you. And the guy goes and sits down and George pulls me into the back and immediately starts yelling at me. You never talk back to a customer you never, ever do that. The only times that I can back you up. No, no. What did he say? He said, I can't back you up. The only time that I can back you up is if he puts his hands on you or he calls you a racial slur. So I'm like, but George, this dude's lying his ass off. He said, did he call you a nigga? I said, no. He said, did he punch you in the face? I said, no. He said, well, then I can't back you up. So at this point, I'm pissed. I'm so mad. I, I can't even think straight. So I spent a good five minutes in the back, you know, you know, cracking my knuckles and shaking the shit out. And I finally go out there. I finish up my shift. It was a horrible shift, but whatever. So at the end of the shift, you know, I get cashed out and he goes, you know, the, uh, we can't, there, there's no tolerance for that. You know, yada, yada, yada. This is your last night here. And I just said, you know what, George, whatever. And then I took my money and I got the fuck out of there. <laughs> Honestly, that place was a shit show anyway. Plus, like, I think maybe like two or three months later, they got put under new management and it was even worse. And then let's see, George himself got fired. George got fired because he had a brother and his brother came in with some of his friends and George only made them pay like a third of what their bill was. He put all these discounts and shit on their uh, tab. So that happened like a couple months after he fired me. And George wasn't even one of the bigger managers. He was one of, you know, if it was the slave times, he'd be one of the house workers. Yeah, he was pretty much just one, pretty much just one of those. And uh, the store manager, Gina, who was the one who hired me, didn't even know that I was fired. George didn't even tell her. So... He really didn't even really have the right to fire me, but, you know, it was what it was, and I was moving anyway, so I didn't really mind. But, yeah, that was... <laughs> the really funny thing is that that table ended up giving me, like, a $17, like, a $17 tip off a check of, like, once on this. Oh, it, yeah, it was 15%. It was 15%. But, uh, oh, man. <laughs> 
You guys tell me about some crazy shit you've had happen at your jobs, either tar- uh, stupid reasons that you've gotten fired for, or uh, just any cr- funny stories of what's happened at your job. Preferably one that you were actually there for, not one that you heard from other people. Like I said, uh, put in your submissions on the podcast in my head Facebook page, and that's probably going to wrap it up for me, guys. I know it's a little bit early because I was just so bored out of my goddamn mind. I really didn't know what else to do besides do this. Plus, it's probably the only chance I'll have the time to myself to do it. And that'll just about do it. Uh, You guys have a good week. I'll see you next Wednesday. And try, try not to choke anybody, even if they lie their asses off to your manager. All right, guys, bye.